Welcome to the Voice of EMS here at the Georgia EMS Association. It's a lot of words here. Georgia EMS Association Providers and Educators Conference. I'm with more big words, Gwen Flowers Taylor. And uh, you are, where are you a commissioner? In Spalding County. The Spalding county seat county. is Griffin. All right. So that's not where you started, right? You didn't start as commissioner somewhere. No. What, no. what was your career? Where'd you come from? Um, well, see, I went in the military, spent okay. eight years in the service in the Army. Um, during that time, I was a surgical tech. I came out and worked in that field for a couple of years. Then I went to college and got me a degree and realized that I couldn't teach anybody's kids. I wasn't quite. <laughs> 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 the patience that. for that. No, I understand. Yeah, and so it just kind of brought me full circle back into the medical field. And um, I was working in the operating room and I was having an experience with one, several of the nurses, and I thought to myself, if that person could be a nurse, I certainly can. <laughs> right? You're right. So I decided to go to nursing school. And about that time, I had gotten elected to be the county commissioner. So oh, man, you're doing this at the same time? Yes. We're, well, we're a small community, so we're, we're not that Fulton County. Sounds like you like to overwork, though. It sounds a little bit like you're a hard, hard uh, worker I'm there. I'm really not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really not. It just sounds like Okay. It. So, um, started working in the emergency room first, and I was just sharing with a couple of my colleagues that um, the first time I saw a code in the emergency room, this is after nursing school. Sure. I was just like, everybody in here is moving in slow motion, and I felt like I was just standing there watching. And I went home that night, I was like, nah, this is probably not <laughs> the kind of work you need to do. But as I, each time that I came back, you know, the crew worked with me, the EMS, which I didn't know that EMS had that much involvement right, with right. You know, emergency care. And of course, a lot of my opinions about EMS come from me being a nurse, which after starting to come to these GEMSA conferences, right. I realized really what, what bitches, you know, nurses can be. <laughs> Yeah, you know? uh, well, I mean, that's, I'll jump to the end. We talk about what we do with one EMS, but that's a great setup, is it? It's education. Is, is I was taught to hate some nurses as a medic. You know, we were enemies. Fire, we were enemies. We're not enemies. And no. We're all trying to serve the patients, and we're trying to help people in this medical field because it attracts us for one reason or another. No. And medics can be, we can be hard, hard people to work with, and nurses can be too. And once we realize we're all human beings. Absolutely. We, it doesn't matter if we like each other. We're not going to go out and have drinks every night and be best friends, but as long as we're going, no, we're going to do what we do to change this patient and work together, that changes everything. It, for me, um, it, it kind of harkens back to my experience as a military, in the military, that if you, it doesn't matter what your walk of life is, but when that patient comes in, everybody knows their job and everybody's doing it. It doesn't matter yes. how mad you were before yes. or anything like that. So when, when I got to the hospital and I saw that that same team dynamic was working, um, I was really glad to have had that experience. What I didn't realize was the stuff that happens before we, they get to us. That is what embarrassed me because mm. I'm one of those nurses who was saying, he didn't even get a blood pressure. Right, or, right. You didn't start an IV, mostly because I was not good at starting IVs. And you know, I just wanted it the way sure, I wanted it. Sure, So after coming to these- I love gym, the honesty, by the way, it's great. These gyms at conferences, I was like, you know, I need to try to be able to help advocate for EMS just so that people understand we can't do our work in the hospital 
if they're not able to do their work in the field. Right. And so, you know, and look, take the report for, for what it is. You know, not everything that you wanted them to put in the report, you yeah. know, because they got the patient here alive, but we'd be tripping. Yeah. Oh my God, I, you left something out on this line. So and, yeah, we, we do some bad stuff. And this is what's great about conversations because you're so honest about that side, it makes me want to, but, but, but we did it bad too. And I saw this great meme of a nurse ER nurse on TikTok just staring at the camera and the words on the screen is like, listening to the paramedics report, we got a 156 year old male found in rigor mortis, CPR for two hours on scene. We got uh, we got Ross back, we'll be out 12 <laughs> seconds out. Like, no, that sounds like some, some bad calls I've done. It's like, yeah. no, sorry, we're in your back door right now. Yeah. So yeah, it's it, and that's the change. That's what I wanted to point it out is, if you can sit there and be honest about what you do, I can be honest about what I do, that makes us come together and talk about things, as opposed to pointing fingers right. separates us. because we're antagonizing yeah. each other, and we always talk about the continuity of care, but we break it down ourselves because we walk yes. in the door having already judged that I gotta talk to this stupid mm -hmm. nurse, or oh my God, I hope she, I don't have to give a report to her, right. and they're saying, oh my God, that's that guy, he never gives me a report. <laughs> so, right. so if we can kind right. of make each other know Mm -hmm. that that the nurse is just a next step beyond the EMS yeah. and and also the way that we approach them if we find something that's not right they're still our work colleague you know you don't yeah. want to diss them right um, but there's a way to, to, to ask so well just like as being a commissioner I'm sure it just the way politics work I sure I'm sure it has not been all puppy dogs and rainbows with your fellow commissioners and yeah. I'm not asking you to talk about it. I'm just saying, in general, this is me. Uh, just life has conflict, is all I'm saying. And uh, I, for, I always forget who the motivational speaker said it is, but they said, if you're not getting the results you want the way you communicate, you need to change the way you communicate. Absolutely. And the way you can talk to me is different than the way you can talk to somebody else. And you know, some people want to be yelled at, and that's how they shape up, where some people want, hey, you did an okay job, but how we can do it better. You know, it's different. I will talk all day long to tell. So let's get to the questions. The questions are, through your career, through your specific path, what is it that you love about what you do right now? Um, I, what I loved about it, because I'm not really actively working, I'm, I'm taking a COVID, COVID sabbatical, okay. um, is that when I went home from work, I felt like I had really helped somebody. That for me was like um, huge, and I didn't know that you could gain such popularity in the community by doing good stuff to people <laughs> when they come into the emergency room. So I loved that. You know, um, one of the lessons that I learned while working there is to really leave my biz my business sure. at the door when I come in, because yeah. just like I could have had a bad morning or a bad night. Somebody else could, and why should I bring my junk in? So I learned that, and it helps things to work a lot better because we kind of vibe off each yeah. other. And if yeah. we're partners and I'm acting all stank, how you gonna do it? Right, <laughs> right. So, uh, so that would be yeah. the thing that that I appreciate having learned the most. Yeah, I, I appreciate that, and and I can think about sometimes we work 48 hours, and we come in as the medics, we come in later, and I, I know I've been grumpy, and I can remember specifically when you're talking about that, leaving your business at the door, and you came in fresh that morning, let's say, that that smile, that hey, good to see you this morning, it's my 15th call in 30 hours, mm -hmm. and I was just like, Ugh. I'm happy now. You yeah. made me, you, you know, you were nice to me. It, it, everything is, is um, being contagious. Human. Yes. It, it's just being human and recognizing that though I'm fresh, 
I don't know what kind of hell this person's been through. Exactly. You know, the last eight hours mm -hmm. and the last 12 hours. And I, it always baffles me that, you know, EMS work 24 hour shifts because my brain yeah, really can't work that long. Yeah. No, nobody's really can. You're supposed to, quote your friends, get sleep, but sometimes. But that's what I'm saying. Happen. We overlook the emotional stress associated with the job of a, of a first responder because God knows until I started coming to these conferences, I'm like, this is what you see when you get to the scene? Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, ready to throw <laughs> up. So, you know, I'm starting thinking, I couldn't get my thoughts together. And it just amazes me that they jump out there and they know to do all this and they know how to get people safely to the hospital. And I'm still thinking, I'm looking at you talking about why you didn't sign this last line. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, there needs to be more coordination. But I think we do a really sorry job at our PR with each other. Yeah. And I don't know the answer to that because I know that all of it stems from having money. And um, in my experience as a commissioner, the, in public safety, the least amount of money is spent on EMS services. I mean, you get your little yeah, E911 no, yeah. money, mm -hmm. but nobody is looking at the mental health issue. Nobody is looking at the family outreach issue. And, you know, if we're still telling people to suck it up, buttercup, mm -hmm. we, we need some cultural and some human sensitivity training yeah. ourselves, you know. So um, if we were, because everybody's trying to rebrand now, if we were able to rebrand who we are as a connection to yes. each other. I think that would go a long way to make the partners that we need to create a bigger. Right. So in that partnership, you kind of become one. Right. Right. Like right. One, one EMS. Right. That's and, what we're trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but you know, we all, we all want to be in our silos and yeah, we get rid of that. Get, yeah. But, but you can do that if you allow the strengths of each person's silos to work towards. Exactly. Whole. we got to come together. You talk about being in the military and the army. You have one division that does this. You have one division that does administration. You get, and without it, you cannot work together. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. and, and I think that's the same way we are from the per first time that person makes that call and hits the scene until they get to CT or OR. We're the artillery. We're the infantry. Yeah. We're the, the boat builders, you know, because they couldn't do their job unless you built yeah. the bridge for me to mm -hmm. walk across and I can't shoot. So it is that way. And. And what, what I would see as making that happen is that we know that we're not getting that help from nurses and, and not all of them and, and uh, providers, MDs. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's going to be our job to create how we're going to present who we are and how our relevance is yeah, to everybody exactly. else. And so you just jumped right in that third one already. What are you seeing needs to be worked on? That's, I mean, that's, I couldn't ask for a better explanation. I mean, I think I think that that the um, paramedics and EMTs are well trained. Uh, we just don't do enough, whether it's social media or whatever. We don't do enough to let people know that this is what happened. Because yeah. as a nurse, I didn't know what happened, mm -hmm. and that a lot of my a lot of your job is related to stress. So your home life is kind of a you know, flipped around because you got to go from work and act like you haven't mm -hmm. been traumatized half the day or, right, you know, right. so there's a disconnect because we're not, we're not letting people know that we love them enough 
to look out for not only their medical, yes, but their emotional yes. health too. So that's uh, as we grow one EMS in the platform. One of the goals that we have is partnerships with psychiatrists that can do. Yeah, everybody knows about PTSD in it, and that's that's the thing. But marriage counseling, just basic Absolutely. mental health, uh, just just having a place to talk to somebody who understands what you're going through, so you can go home. And not right. pretend you're okay, but be okay at home. And 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 we don't talk about it. I, one of the gentlemen talked about yesterday the stigmatism associated with a man not supposed to show their feelings. That's yeah, been Come a big on. thing in our industry. It's, yeah. it's, it's just really this, it's stupid. It is. It is. You know, we're you don't have to not be human. It is human to feel sadness, to maybe even cry or be anxious. So, but we're telling them. You can't do that. You, and I know y'all look cool while you're doing it, and people, but you know, you're looking at a pile of crap. Yeah. And how you gonna go on and eat your lunch and, <laughs> and do whatever you need to do emotionally yeah. without that support? So if we can even just start training um, EMS to know that there is a break point where either you or a partner needs to let you know you need to talk to somebody yeah. or this was a bad, bad day. Do mm -hmm. you think we need to go and talk to somebody? Yeah. Or the I, shift see, leader should be saying the same you've thing. You've got to take the do you think out of it because it's going to be, no, I'm good, I'm tough. It needs to be more mandatory. It's like, no, we know by the nature of the report of your call, that was a bad call. Right. I need you to come tell me about it. If you're okay, that's great. Right. Now, everybody's affected by something different. You know, I, I can deal with children all day long, and unfortunately I have deal, dealt with some bad mm -hmm. children issues, even having kids. And mm -hmm. I know what I'm doing is helping the parents, I know what I'm doing. But other people can see an empty car seat at a car wreck and assume a kid was in it, and that's it for the day. They're done. So yeah. it affects everybody differently, it but does. just that, you know, you got to come talk to me for five minutes. Oh, because in five minutes I can tell if you're okay or not okay. And that's a, that should be maybe even a policy. Uh, mm -hmm. because as a leader, you know what it would be like. Mm -hmm. And so you need to say, you know, when a, when a teacher dies at school, they bring in a big deal and everybody in the fifth grade mm -hmm. gets counseled. Mm -hmm. How is that any less traumatic right. than what's happening in right. the job every day? So I think you know, a first step would be uh, not, not showing appreciation, but recognizing the need that we need to be proactive in engaging mm -hmm. EMS. If you know that it was a bad wreck, Y'all need to have huddle. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and somebody needs to tell me, spend one minute telling me how they feel after mm -hmm. this. Because nobody is going to volunteer. But if it is a protocol, it allows the opportunity for you to exactly. express it. Which exactly. we're, that's not happening now. Right. I want to respect your time. I got one more question for you. As a commissioner, because it sounds like you're very proactive. What is it that one EMS, bringing the voice together, we talk about anything and everything. We try to bring people together. What is, how can we lend our voice to yours as a commissioner for what you're doing? Um, I think um, we, we just do a really crappy job of PR. Um, we all, well, I live in a relatively small community, and it's the kind of place where in your newspaper every week or on the web page of the county, you know, this is, this is super EMS. EMS for this week, sure. or we're offering a training uh, on post, post whatever it is, uh, uh, episode cool down or whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But the biggest thing is that, and I know you guys don't have money for this, is that we need to get the message out. See, that's where we're going. We're the getting branding. the money. We're getting the people. Right. To, to getting the message out. Um, and so recruitment. So, and I don't know how, you know, what kind of staff we have available at GEMSA. But I even, with our last um, manager, I had a hard time convincing the fire department 
that there's free membership for the next six months in education right. and training. And I brought that back after my meeting and, 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 and nothing happened. And when I come back to the fire chief several months later, it's like, okay, the county manager didn't want us to do that. That's fine. Yeah, but yeah. we need to figure out, you know, my dad always used to tell me, if the front door is shut, find the side door. So that's what we're not good at, is finding the side door. And mm -hmm. we need to, you know, we need to send email blast out to the commissioners saying, hey, we are blah, 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 blah. We have this yes. many people in your community. We'd like to come by and talk to you and show, mm -hmm. what, show you what it is that we're about, mm -hmm. what we can offer you, because that's how you get in front of the money. Yeah. Because that's where the yeah. money gets <laughs> sent out. So Exactly. And, you know, just because we're in this place that we are right now with um, all of this COVID, it's an awesome opportunity for us as a group to seek that funding, mm -hmm. whether it's for PR, it's for establishing something else that we can start turning that around, turning that around, taking that time to, to hit each of these counties and just show up. Hey, I need five minutes in your presentation time to talk mm -hmm. about what's going on. You know, we had a conference and we know you got 50 firemen here, but you know what? Only two of them came and this is what they missed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is what yeah. they missed. Bringing the knowledge you and know, the value. Here's the Absolutely. dollars. If they had gone taken this class anywhere else, three hundred dollars. Guess what? They could have came down mm -hmm. here and got ten of those classes. So, yeah. if they don't know, you can't fix it. Right, you and we're help. the only people yeah. who can tell our story. So, if there was something on the government level I could do, it would be to encourage you because I know that that works. To to have somebody to start showing up. The first step, right, is to show up and then we'll figure it out from there. That's awesome. Not awesome. let people know you. Make them know you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will steal that line. I love it. Not let them know you. Make them know you. Yeah. Uh, real quick, I want to thank Stryker for lending their voice to ours. We have Veritas Equipment Financing and McGriff Insurance all lending their voice to EMS, just like you're doing with the commission. You're not 100% in this field, but you're... Jason, and we know we got to work together. So right. thank you, Commissioner Fire Stevens, for your time and joining your voice to us. <laughs> even everybody, at the end of the day, we are one EMS. Absolutely. One.